You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast. We are your hosts, Evie McLeod and Lindsay Roman. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We freaking love having you here on the podcast with us. And it's such a joy each and every week to have you here as we chat about life, business, and everything in between. I am so excited for today's episode because I feel like this topic is just a great one for most entrepreneurs. Like, let's be real. A lot of us crazy entrepreneur-brained people end up married to fellow crazy entrepreneur-brained people. And what can sometimes look like in that scenario is you and your spouse working from home all day, every day together. And sometimes that can look like a bit of a learning curve as we navigate spending so much time in the exact same space, trying to stay focused, still prioritizing the home, our family, our marriage, and work all together. It's just like, ha. Ah, It's a lot. We've been there too. Both Lindsay and I work from home with our spouses. And while we don't pretend that we are the world's leading expert in this area, we both have learned a lot with our husbands. And we figured we'd take today to share our experiences and lessons in this area. So if you're ready to hear how we navigate working from home together with your spouse or heck, I mean, even a roommate or a friend or a family member, just someone (laughs) with a relationship with you in the same space, both trying to work from home. Anyways, keep on listening. Let's talk about it. All right. Do you want to be a destination wedding photographer, but you feel like you can't because you live in the freaking middle of nowhere? Like anyone relate? <laughs> Just a few years ago, we felt that hard. As two girls born, raised, and starting our businesses in the smack dab middle of the Midwest, it took some serious strategy and planning to get booked as a destination wedding photographer. It wasn't easy, but it is possible no matter where you're based. We're here today to give you the tools we learned through our process to help you pursue destination wedding photography. To do so, download our free guide, Six Tips to Break into the Destination Wedding Industry for a pep talk and learn our strategies to get your business booked out the wazoo in places that you've been dreaming of for years. Go to theheartuniversity.com forward slash destination to grab the freebie. You're listening to the Heart and Hustle podcast with Evie Rupp and Lindsay Roman, two photographers turned entrepreneurs and founders of the Heart University. If you're a creative entrepreneur or a motivated dreamer wanting to make the most of your life, this podcast is for you. Each week, Evie and Lindsay bring you actionable tools to uplevel your business and life. So if you're ready to step up to the plate and pursue your God-given potential, you're in the right place. You're ready to live your life and run your business to its fullest? Then buckle up, because here are your hosts, Evie and Lindsay. All right, let's get into it. Diving straight on in. Bam. Number one. Bam. Jam. <laughs> Thank you, ma'am. That's not That's not it. Okay. I don't know where I was going with that. Anyways, okay. I don't know if this is going to be organized thought processes. We have notes, but I'm just... I feel like this is more of a girl chat conversation with yeah. like definite nuggets of value. Yeah. And I don't know that I would say we organize these based on like the number one thing you should do. Yeah. No. Although I feel like actually this, the first one. Oh, you did put this as number one. I do think this probably should be the first thing. Cause this is going to make the, I think the most impact. Yes. And I've talked about this before. I know Evie has too, and we probably talked about it on social, but I think, okay, if you and your spouse both work from home, and I think this could either be like, you both are entrepreneurs separately. Like you have businesses separate, but you both work from home. But I think this episode could also apply to if somebody works virtually, like they still work at an office, but they're working virtually at home. That that may or may not apply to everything that we talk about. I I think so. I wouldn't even say it's like this only applies to entrepreneurs. I think it's just if you are working in your home space. Yes. Period. Yes. 
But it could also apply to, well, this obviously, like if you both work for the same business, like it's yeah, a husband yeah, wife yeah. Team or something like that, where it's yeah. it, any and all. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> the first nugget of, of just wisdom that I want to throw at you is to plan out your weekly schedule in advance before it happens. Yeah. So for me and Andrew, that looks like Sunday night, but well, not even Sunday night. I feel like we do it Sunday afternoons. We sit down and we kind of plan out what the week looks like. We have a family planning calendar uh, from family teams. I think from Jeffrey Bethke and Jeremy Pryor. We've had Jeremy on the podcast before. They have like basically familyteams.com. They have a printout calendar. It's really, really great for families in particular. I mean, people without kids can use it too, but it has like a meal planning thing. It has like a whole entire calendar. It has like your goals for the week, a dump list. Um, obviously you can make your own. Like you don't need this product. I'm just saying like, that's what you use and you love it. Yes, yes, yes. We use it and we love it. Um, but the point of this is if you're both working from home and especially if you have children, like you got to figure out your ish before <laughs> it happens, right? Like you got to have a landscape going into a week, in my opinion, of what the week looks like. And I, I feel like, again, especially if you have kids and like, there's like, like dance classes or like you have to go grocery shopping and like, it, it's just a lot. Um, I feel like a part of this conversation also is like roles, at least for me and Andrew, because it's like, okay, if you both work from home and there's, and one of the people isn't like a traditional stay at home mom or dad, Mm -hmm. it's like, you're both kind of doing both. Yeah. And everybody's life is different. Like every single person, how they navigate that balance of roles is different. So obviously like, I don't, we can only speak to what we do, but I will say we'll, we'll get into that. I'm going around in circles. <laughs> the point was to plan your weekly schedule in advance. Yeah. And I think the only thing I would add to that is it, take very careful note of, Hey, what's on your agenda this week? Like what's on your schedule? What big things do you have coming up? Like for example, Land and I, when we kind of touch on our week, I'll be like, Hey, it's the first week of the month, which means that I am podcasting all day, Tuesday and all day Thursday, which means that I need, especially right now in this current season of living in a very small one bedroom duplex silence. I need the house to be absolutely silent. Um, and for me, it's like the same of like, I need the children to not be here or do shut up. Yes, exactly. So like even communicating through stuff like that, it, it just, allows you to both be on the same page. It allows the other person to be like, okay, great. I'm going to take the kids to the park or I'm going to go have a play date with some friends or for Landon. Okay, great. I'm going to, um, go out and work at a coffee shop or blah, blah, blah. Like it just getting on the same page for everything being like, Hey, these things are coming up this week. How can we both navigate these together as a team Yeah, is so important. So you're not coming up to those and both of you being shocked because you had different expectations and you both feel like betrayed or angry or frustrated because you did not communicate ahead of time. I have a good kind of practical example of this. So we're recording this on Tuesday and on Sunday, Andrew and I sat down <laughs> and we were like, okay, what does this lo- week look like? And this is technically the last week uh, that I am like fully in office before going on maternity leave for our third baby. I like, I, I'm working like half next week. Um, but because of that. And because Evie, we're in person right now. Evie came down to Florida. (laughs) There's just a lot of things for me to leave office for the heart specifically that we need to get done basically before I'm like fully out of office. And so we sat down. So it's like, there's a lot that needs to get done for maternity leave leaving, but also it was a podcast batch week. And there's just like, it's just like a lot. And I, I like told Andrew, I was like, Hey, we're personally working on like trying to scale back my time to 
watch the girls a little bit more. If you don't know, I think I've shared, I mean, I have shared this a lot, but in 2022, I was pretty much like the full breadwinner nine to five worker. And Andrew was basically like stay at home dad. And obviously that there was flexibility in that, but that was mostly how our roles were divided. Um, and he like cooked and cleaned. It was like literally opposite of gender roles. Yeah. But, uh, this year we really kind of want to try to work towards a both do both thing, which is harder. I will say, um, but I, I wanted him to work more. He wanted to work more and I wanted to have more time and space with the girls. Um, anyways, that was long story backstory to get to the point of, as we kind of went into January this year, we were like, okay, let's start navigating. But obviously maternity leave is going to throw a wrench into all of that. Um, (laughs) but we've been trying like in the last few weeks to like both do both a little bit more, but literally on Sunday, when I looked at this week, I was like, Andrew, I like, I want to give you time to work, but I, I'm looking at the calendar and I literally, mm-hmm. the, it's like, I almost have everything. Like I have like stuff every minute of every day is jam packed. And even then you're not sure if you're going to get it all done. Right. And so something that we're doing this week is we are taking the girls to my mom's house for like basically having them stay with her for two nights. Um, and so that's, again, I know not every single person has that flexibility. We didn't have that flexibility technically with my mom when we lived in Kansas. Granted, we had his family, but still, um, <laughs> That's, that's not an answer that everyone can do, but just to show you an example of like, Hey, we planned and we looked at our week on Sunday and we were like, okay, we want to like, try to give Andrew some work time to really like start actually pursuing the things that he wants to do. But also (laughs) preparing for maternity leave, it it just, you know, it's a rock and a hard place. And yeah, Yeah. that's just an example of like logistically looking at your week and being like, okay, let's, let's figure out how we're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Okay. The second thing, which I think is just so helpful in in so many ways is to have a morning and evening routine to start and end each day rhythmically Mm. and to prioritize like having a routine for both morning and evening allows consistency for your brain to start work and to stop work. So for example, like if you're both working from home, this is for any work from home entrepreneur, but especially if you're doing it with your spouse and the lines can get crossed of like when you guys are both on the clock, when you're not, when you're resting together, when you're not, when you're all this stuff, it can get a little trickier, um, and can kind of turn into like, you're living with your coworker type of situation, even if you're not working together, even if you're working on totally different things. Um, but having like a morning routine, like for Landon and I, we both get up of roughly about the same time. We go to the gym. We come, well, we make breakfast, go to the gym, come back, make like coffee or tea, sit down, have Bible time, talk about our day, prepare for our day. And then we both go our separate ways and start working. And even that, and then like creating an evening routine of like a wind down, discussing how your day was, taking a walk around the neighborhood, like that sort of routine can allow a productivity skyrockets throughout the day. That's just, I've talked about that a million times, but B when you're doing it with your spouse, it allows some consistency of Mm -hmm. knowing like certainty of, Hey, we wake up together. We have our slow time in the morning together. And then we start our days. And then at the end of the day, we have this time together or we have these plans with friends or whatever it is. That type of rhythm in your life is going to help separate your life and your marriage from your work and your, your ongoing days, if that makes sense. Do you have yeah. anything to add to that? Lindsay? No, I would, I would say like, just maybe a, a preface that I know not everybody m- might be able to to do that. Like, for example, like uh, very similar to what you just said, me and Andrew wake up at the same time. We've been doing like prayer in the mornings where we'll pray together or read our Bible separately or, or like have like kind of like 
a, a separate routine, but we're doing it at the same time. And so we're yeah. very connected in that. But I also know, depending on the season, we've also contemplated, like, we haven't done this yet, but we've contemplated Andrew either waking up early and giving him like that morning. And that's like his work time, mm-hmm. um, which, or, or like that's his workout time or, or something that, that might be different. And so just for anybody listening to this, if you're like, Oh, that would be great to like have a, have a morning where I like am with my spouse for the whole routine. Like obviously, you know, depending on, on your life values or circumstances, yeah, or um, yeah, or seasons, like sometimes, you might not like you could have a routine, but it, it might be separate still again, like where you're doing different things because that's just the workflow of of how the season of life is going for you or how it works with kids or or anything like that. So I just wanted to give people permission to be like, hey, it doesn't have to, you know, morning or evening routines don't have to look the same in every season. Yeah. And they also don't have to look identical to like your partner or your spouse. Like it can it can flow. But I think the point being is that when you do have an established routine, even if it's different between you know, you and your spouse, or if it's the same, but it changes season to season. I think that's okay too. But, um, we just found it's, it's so helpful to have that regular routine. Um, especially like winding down together. I feel like that's more of like where you like come together again, if you can, but ideally. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I think there's just something to be said for creating the rhythms in your life, especially when it's very easy. I don't know, as entrepreneurs to like wake up and be like, it's work time at like 6am or 7am or whatever. And it's yeah. like, no, no, create some space to just be together or yeah. to just be in your life without. It also sets your day up just so beautifully. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh man. Okay. The next one is, uh, well, I feel like every entrepreneur feels this one, but I also, yeah, I also feel but especially like, if you're working from home with a spouse, especially if you're working from home and a spouse and especially Landon and I have been navigating this granted. We've only had like basically a month to kind of figure it out. Um, living in a like 500 square foot, one bedroom duplex, uh, has definitely, we have been finding our rhythms in like separate workspaces because our spot right now is so small. It's like if I sat in the dining room and he sat in the living room, I could reach out my arm and touch him. So he, we have started finding rhythms of like working from coffee shops, like finding a day that we work from a coffee shop together. Cause we both want to get out of the house, but then also having like rhythms of Landon working from coffee shops, like alone on his own. So he has his own space and he can go do his own thing. And I work from home or I go to a different coffee shop. Like this, when it comes to working from home, do not forget that having designated workspaces in your home is huge. Uh-huh. Whether that's a separate office or you leave the house, you go to a co working space if you have the budget for that, or go to a coffee shop if you don't, if you just want occasional reprieves from like the home atmosphere. Um, it's not always possible, but I don't know. That's something like the podcasting days when I'm like, Landon, I'm absolute silence. He's like, I will leave the house and work from a (laughs) coffee shop. Um, And one other thing I want to say with that is noise canceling headphones are an absolute game changer as an entrepreneur, whether you're working from home or you're going to a coffee shop. Like I seriously cannot recommend investing in a pair of a good pair of like over the head, like Sony or is it Bose or Bose? I don't know it's, how to pronounce it's it. It's not... You don't say Bosey. <laughs> Bose headphones. I think it's Bose. I'm going to laugh so hard if it actually is Bosey. I'm going to... It just <laughs> sounds so stupid. Bosey. I think it's... I don't know what it is. Good headphones. The point is, good noise-canceling headphones, whether you're both working from home and you just need to cut out distractions mm-hmm. or you're going to go to a loud spot where other people are and you also need to cut out distractions. Yes. Amen to that. 
Uh, the next thing I just want to say, this is kind of, it kind of goes a little bit with the point that I said of like scheduling your week in advance, but kind of along with that, if you have children, figure out who is watching them when, whether it's you, your spouse, a babysitter, a family member, whatever. Um, and, and maybe your roles are a little bit more in place as far as like, Oh, we have, we take them to daycare nine to five Monday through Friday. That's great. And so it might not be like an in-depth conversation like that. It might just be, Oh, that's exactly what happens. Well, it might also be who's picking them up, who's dropping them off. Like that's true. The coordination. But I will say if you don't have like a daycare option like that, or if you are a, a mom listening, that is like your husband works from home, but he's a little bit more like breadwinner full-time and you're kind of like the mama slash also building a side hustle or also doing, you know, your small business, which I feel like a lot of our audience, I think falls into that bucket. Then for for me, I, I, again, I mostly last year did like full-time work and and Andrew was that, but before when Eloise was a little bit younger, like he was deployed because he was in the coast guard. And so like, that was, a hundred percent me. Um, and I had to figure out, okay, if I have like a meeting or if I had like, what was I going to do with the girls? Or if I wanted to have deep work, what was I going to do with them in, in that space? And so just again, talking through that mm-hmm. and figuring out, okay, what needs to get done this week for work or life? And am I watching them this whole time? Or it like, even in motherhood, like being intentional to like schedule things of like, play dates or, or like doing like a switch where you go and have a friend watch your, all the kids. And like, then you trade off and like you watch their kids on another day or like thinking like that, um, which has been helpful. But I would say going, looking at your week and being like, okay, is there any time this week based on my to-do list or based on what I need to do that I need to either get a babysitter or have family help, or again, do like a, a swap or something like that, where I have capacity to work in a little bit of a deeper way. Or again, if you're, if you and your husband or your spouse do both, um, then just having that conversation beforehand, like that's a huge conversation, especially in this season as me and Andrew navigate into both doing both, like who's watching them when, and you know, what is the landscape of this week look like? Again, I, I added that in there just because that's very similar to the first one that I said of, you know, planning your weekly schedule in advance. Mm-hmm. But I just, I wanted to throw that out for all the parents. Like, that's a big aspect of planning your schedule. <laughs> like, write this down and figure it out. Yes. We are so excited to share with you that today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Now, getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing, especially as entrepreneurs when there's so many seasons of business that can lead to really high highs and really low lows, and it is so helpful to have people that we can process the journey with. If you are thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash heart hustle today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash heart hustle. If you are loving what you're hearing on today's episode, then we wanted to share something else you might love, The Heart Shop. It's our digital resource online shop for creative entrepreneurs. The Heart Shop is your one-stop shop for all of our online courses, luxury website templates, PDF guides, social media graphic templates, and illustrations. 
If you've been at your wits end with your website design and you don't know where the heck to create a high quality pricing or welcome guide to give your clients an incredible branded first impression, ooh, we got you. <laughs> we created the Heart Shop to serve you with the best tools and resources you need to successfully run your business. Just head to theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and start browsing the goods. That's theheartuniversity.com forward slash shop and we'll see you there. With that, something that is a big help, I think, to, to me and to Lane and I in our season in our life, and I'm sure many other um, listeners as well, meal prepping is huge for just saving so much stress and time during your week and eliminating like one big thing that you have to do every single day. Yeah. Um, especially like when you're both very busy, you're both working full time, part time, or you just, maybe don't love cooking. You don't want to spend like two hours on it every single day. That's just such a great way. Like set aside time, batch out your meals ahead, um, and have like lunches saved up dinners ready to throw in the oven or heat up on the stovetop, like whatever that looks like. That's a big helps for me, at least when Lane and I are both working full time. And then by the time, like a, we don't want to take the time to make a whole big lunch, you know, every single day for like an hour, hour and a half, um, like make not sit down and take a break. Like be cooking in the kitchen for an hour, hour and a half. Yeah. Um, or by the time we both are done with work, we'd love to just be able to go for a walk or hang out with friends or do something, but we also still want to be eating like really well. Meal prepping is just huge for that. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. highly recommend. I love that you said that. Cause like, <laughs> in a, in transitioning to like a season of both you both again, like I married the absolute best like Gordon Ramsay on earth. Uh, <laughs> and he is like a brilliant chef. So it, like when he was doing like full kid watching homemaker role. Mm-hmm. Like literally I would just get off work and he's like already making dinner. Like, yeah. Literally, sooner. literally what like a stay at home mom does yeah. pretty much. Um, he would do that. And so when we were talking about navigating to like both doing both, he was like, um, I know I'm more talented at this, but like, can I get some help? Could you help me? Please? Yeah. Could you help me? Um, and something that we were like, focusing on is, is meal prepping like that. And also leaning on crock pot meals. Cause like, girl, I can do a crock pot meal. <laughs> I can throw things in a pot <laughs> like nobody's business. Oh uh, but yeah, that's, I think that's a helpful tip. Yes. Um, along with kind of like planning your week. I know I keep going back to that, but we said that tip for a reason yeah. because it truly, that's uh, like the best. That's the number one. Right, Everything but, else is just little minor tips in it. Right. But that tip like was talking about kind of like your schedule. And now I'm yeah. kind of like wanting to break that down a little bit. I would break down and this could either be like, oh, each week, what are we doing? Or this could be just like an established, hey, this is this, this is what task. This is your task as like a household member. That sounded corporate, but you get it. Um, <laughs> is to delegate household roles and chores and then communicate thoroughly on who is doing what. Um, especially if you're both working from home and we're not like, I feel like we're, we're talking around like the breaking of like the traditional gender role of like, Oh, the man goes to work and the wife like watches the kids and does all the laundry when you're both working from home. And there is a little bit more of a blur in like those roles, I guess Mm -hmm. it, it, it might not be obvious who does what. Um, and so I think honestly, this is probably just like a good conversation for like anybody that's getting married or just got married because like you're, you're joining two people and you're living together and you're like, Oh, okay. Who like, don't just assume that like, he's going to do the laundry or you're going to do the laundry or whatever. Like have that conversation and sit down and be like, okay, if we're both working from home, 
who is doing what? Like who is doing the laundry? Who cooks? Who is doing the dishes? Or like, how are you splitting it if you are splitting it? Yes, if you are splitting it. Or like even just general cleaning. Mm -hmm. Like, are you both doing that? Or is one of you responsible a little bit more for like the general like tidying and maintenance of the home? And again, it can totally be both, but just like having that conversation or like who's doing like, get like the mail and the bills and like the finances. I feel like usually when I talk to families, like one person kind of handles that and one person does not. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, like just have that conversation and figure out between you guys who is doing what, because I think just having that conversation and the communication helps a ton, especially when like the, you just want to make sure the roles are very clear. Even if you're both doing both, you just want to make that sure that communication is like, happening so that nothing falls through the cracks and then you don't get bitterness or resentment because you expected somebody to do it or, and they expected you to do it. And it's like, "Ah." well, something else I kind of want to add to that is communicate very thoroughly on the expectations of that task in and of itself. Cause that's something that Landon and I have been, been working. Like if you have a tidying, yes. Uh, like standard. Yes. (laughs) Well, well, even just like, like Landon and I have actually been discussing this recently in that I'm personally the person like like I'm okay if my laundry piles up for like four or five days and then I'll just do it all in one fell swoop. Yeah. Landon's like, no, the minute there's enough for one load, I want that load in. Oh, that's so interesting. And so Landon's primarily done like laundry in our marriage because he, the, like, I don't even get a chance to get to it. It's like he does it because that's how he works. Yes. And so then we started having these conversations. I'm like, okay, well, would you like for me to start doing laundry? I'm totally fine with that. What's your expectation? Like what would make you happy? Does it stress you out that there's like, baskets of laundry down in the laundry room. Um, it doesn't bother me, but I get that like, that's a priority for you. So even like, even discussing like something like laundry, the other person might actually be getting anxiety or stress because to you, you're like, yeah, I'll do it once a week, every week on Friday, that's my laundry day. But the other person has this unspoken expectation of having it done every single day. So it doesn't pile up. Oh, so I cannot even imagine doing laundry every single day. I'm the kind of person that I don't touch my laundry until I'm out of underwear and I have to do it. That's literally me. I'm totally fine with that. And then sometimes I'll just go to the store and buy another pack of underwear because I still don't want to do it. That's tea. I love that. Okay. But the, the point of it is communicate not only through who is kind of doing what, but be very specific of like, what are you expecting? Like, not even that you have to be like, what is your command in this? And I will obey every command. Like, right. like it's a mutual two-way conversation, but the open the conversation of like, what is your unvoiced expectation that you might not even realize that you have that you would like to discuss and and express. And then I can express mine. And then we can either meet in the middle or one of us compromises or both of us come. Like that's something I wanted to add into that because I could easily see somebody being like, okay, you're going to do the dishes. And that person's like, great. I'll do them every two to three days when the sink is full. And absolutely. And the other person's like, I absolutely cannot I cannot look at that sink. So I'm going to start doing the dishes. Like just communicate through the expectations as well as the actual tasks. That's so good. That's so good. Cause I'm like (laughs) thinking, I'm like, yeah, if, if we do not clean up like the entire living room and I don't mean like deep clean, I just mean tidy and like put everything away so that when I wake up the next morning, I'm walking into a clean living room, kitchen space. But the other person could be like, oh, I'll clean the next afternoon when she's in the middle of work. Absolutely not. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah. your expectations, you got to chat through them. Yep. <laughs> I feel like that's just, take that for all of marriage in general. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. I love it. Okay. The next one is 
have regular date nights. Yes. And I think this is so important, especially when you do both work from home together, whether you're working like in the same business or on the same things together, or just in the same space, it's setting aside dedicated time and space to pour into your romantic relationship Mm -hmm. to kind of like avoid the trap or the pitfall of becoming just like roommates or just coworkers or anything I feel like, like this that. is especially if you work with, with your spouse. Yes. I mean, even if you don't, but like, especially. Yeah. Like, like set aside time, period. No matter what, even if your spouse works outside of the home, like regular date nights, period. No matter what. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And, uh, with that, don't forget to, uh, flirt up with your spouse throughout the entire day. Like literally five minutes ago, I was grabbing, I was going to the bathroom, grabbing my computer charger, heading back into the room with Lindsay to keep outlining. And I walked past Landon and I walked up to him and whispered in his ear. I was like, you're so hot. Like sitting there, he's working on his laptop and I just walked away. And it's like, even stuff like that Mm -hmm. can be like, Hey, I see you as my husband and my lover sitting right there. And I am like thinking about you in that way. Like even just little stuff like that, smack him on the butt, whatever. I don't know. (laughs) That's just my two cents. I love it. (laughs) Uh, the next thing I want to talk about is if you're working from home together in, in any capacity, or you're just, I feel like if somebody, one of you is not working outside of the home, you're not usually getting that same like distance apart, mm-hmm. um, that you might, you know, if somebody like went to a corporate job or, or just le- physically left the home for their job. Yeah. And so something that me and Andrew have realized with both of us being home a lot is to make time for both of us to do solo, like nourishing, restful activities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this one is really for the introverts in the house that are listening <laughs> to this because I personally don't need this as much. Like I just, because I'm an extrovert and I like thrive off of that, but You're something like I could that spend all day, every day with Andrew and I'd never be like, I mean, quite literally <laughs> though, but like something that he has expressed multiple times is like, Hey, I need time to just like go to a coffee shop or like go to a brewery and like just be, or go on a motorcycle ride or something like that. And it's like, Oh, and not that extroverts don't need that too necessarily. But I think it's important when you're both working from home to make time to like give the other person that time away, just because again, they might, they might need it. It's like, Hey, I love you deeply and we are so good together, but also I just need my space sometimes. Well, I think it's, it's more than just even like solo time, I think that also can be applied to friendships yeah. and like making space for the other person to have like their, their guy friend time, like uh-huh. the, the man time, the woman time. Um, cause there's just, there's so much, we recharge in so many different ways. And I don't, I'm not personally a believer that like you have to have, like you should never spend all your time with your spouse. Cause right. like, I, I don't ever want to make it seem like your marriage will be unhealthy if you don't spend six hours a day apart from each other. Like, I think that's actually unhealthy (laughs) if you can't like handle each other. But at the same time, there is something to be said for like that time to quietly process on your own, to pour into like your, your healthy female or male, um, like friendships to even pour into friendships together where you're in group settings. Like there's just God created us to have community and God created us to have white space in our days. So we're not like chatting with the other person and we're able to kind of like go on a walk and just Mm -hmm. pray with the Lord on our own. Like there's when you're working from home and living from home, AKA you spend all day in the company of the other person, there is something so beautiful and like, Hey, I'm going to go for a walk and just have my quiet time with the Lord on my own and like just refresh and recharge. I don't know. There's, there's something to be said for that for sure. Amen. 
The last thing that we have is a tip, <laughs> a tip. It's a, it's a good tip. Um, <laughs> I said that so weird. Uh, highly recommend having a Sabbath once a week, whether or not you're a believer. I just recommend this principle no matter what. Um, basically have a, a day a week. Obviously, if you are a believer, it's biblical. So listen up, folks. Um, <laughs> drop work completely and just rest as a family. Um, what we like to do is we stack the day with just like the most fun, restful activities that we both love and especially that our kids love. And so for us, we start um, our Sabbath kind of Friday night and we'll have a family dinner. And then all day Saturday is our Sabbath. And we we originally were trying to do that on Sunday yeah. because like you think, oh, Sabbath Sunday, like that's the traditional day that that should be for or whatever yeah. Yeah, for Christians. But what we found was because of tip number one of yeah. like prepping for the week and scheduling, when we tried to make our true Sabbath where we don't touch work, we don't do any like work at all mm-hmm. on Sunday, then Monday was an absolute S-H-I-T show because like it was like we didn't prep and plan for the week at all. So what mm-hmm. we found was Saturday was actually the perfect day to truly be like restful where we didn't touch work. We rested as a family. We did fun things together. We stay off technology or social media and we just purely rest, read a book, go to the park, take the kids, do something fun, go to the beach or anything like that. So yeah, I think that helps kind of get you into a weekly rhythm as well, especially when you are working from home. Mm -hmm. But honestly, that tip could apply to literally anybody, not just if you're working from home. Yep. I think that's something so good to realize too. Lane and I were actually just discussing that a couple days ago. On your dream retreat? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Because we were watching you guys and Chelsea and Ryan, Uh our good friends, the Antoses. We've had them on the podcast, by the way. Um, We're talking about like how you take your Sabbath on Saturday. And Lane and I both were like, it was such an aha moment for us. Same. Because we were like, wait. It doesn't have to be Sunday. No. Well, especially because Landon for the last six years has been in leadership in church. Also, so it's a work day for him. Well, that's true. I mean, it's a a God day, but like... No, if you work in ministry whatsoever, Sunday absolutely cannot be your Sabbath. But I also am realizing if you're a wedding photographer, Saturday is pretty much... Well, then take take Friday. Yeah. No, you take Monday. Take like... It can be any day of the week. Yeah. Take... uh, Yeah. If you want... Yeah. Take any day of the week. It could be Sunday. And then you prepare for the week on Monday, like (laughs) be flexible. But yeah, I think that's something so good to realize. And especially for Christians listening to this, who are more traditionally like, no, Sunday is the absolute rest day. Like that's the day off. I've just had a moment of like, oh, nope, we're going to, we're going to put bars around our Saturday. (laughs) It makes so much more sense. Anyways, all that being said, I hope these lessons that we've learned, these things that we implement into our marriages and our work-life balances, especially with spouses that are also in the home all day working and just kind of like trying to navigate being entrepreneurs and being spouses and being parents, you know, for Lindsay and Andrew, like there's just a lot to navigate. So hopefully we gave you some stuff to chew on, some things to think about. Um, and we'd love to hear from you. If you have things that have worked really well for you, go ahead and drop them in the heart and hustle, uh, Facebook group. We would love to start a discussion with all of you discussing your tips, your tricks, the things that you've learned. That would be such a fun conversation. Well, and if you have any follow-up questions from this episode or just like rabbit hole trails that you want us to go down for future episodes, let us know also. Uh, yeah, the link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. And as always, we will see you next week. We love you. Keep on heart and hustling. Uh, that was the absolute cheesiest thing I've ever said in my life. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> the end of the episode. <laughs>